Good morning. Super Bowl week has officially opened in Las Vegas. Without a word of a lie, they rolled out Wayne Newton to do the honours. Mr. Las Vegas, Wayne Newton. It could barely have been more weekend at Bernie's if they'd tried. The mantra is that sport and entertainment come together in this city like nowhere else, and this is the climactic moment. It's an entirely justifiable boast by the feel of things. The history here is worth recounting. There was a time not too long ago when the NFL wouldn't accept Las Vegas tourism ads in the Super Bowl coverage because of the connotations with gambling. The sporting body didn't want Vegas dollars in even the most sanitised and seemingly harmless form. Now the whole event is here. It must be the most crystallising example how times have changed between sport and gambling. And we'll tell you that story. The backstory is, is remarkable. We'll tell you that as the morning unfolds. We went to the Sphere last night. It really is one of the wonders of the modern technological world. The orb is mesmerising to stare at from the outside, even if it does draw some ridicule as the world's most elaborate billboard. And incidentally, it costs $2 million this week to feature on the Vegas skyline there. Inside, so there's a futuristic atrium where you're greeted by five AI-powered robots named Aura. They look better than any science fiction robot clones you've ever seen. The facial and hands are eerily human. They carry on conversations, they answer questions, and they apply deductive reasoning. We were standing next to a guy wearing his U2 concert T-shirt, and Aura said to Jerry, this is not your first visit here. It was, it was a bit scary, to be honest. The robots are taking over. But the real wonder is the surfaces, both outside and in. So the centrepiece of the Sphere experience last night is the immersive film Postcard from Earth. The 18,000-seat auditorium is engulfed by a 270-degree screen, so all the way around you and up above. It, it, makes, it makes for phenomenal viewing, and it's a supercharged version. If you've been on the Disneyland ride soaring around the world, this is just a supercharged version of that. The cinematic um, photography. So the cinematography creates the illusion of movement, forwards, backwards, up and down, and the seating bays rumble to the sounds of elephants and storms and rockets. It has any number of signature moments, gliding over the most awesome landscapes on the planet, plunging to the depths of the ocean, where you can actually peer up and look at the sunlight peeping through the water, and then powering into space at the end. It takes you to marketplaces and temples and mines and slums, and as good as any, I reckon, is it's the most subtle scene in the 50-minute film. It captures an expectant audience in an old-world recital hall staring at us, a captive audience watching back. And it's cleverly held in silence just long enough to appreciate the joke. The film tells the story of life on Earth and mankind's place in it. It becomes a fable of exhausting the planet's resources and our future and necessary departure for new worlds it, the, the one kicker it's hard not to miss the irony that you're watching this film and it's messaging in a building that surely represents the height of consumerism but let's not dwell for too long on that the whole thing is brilliant stunning and a must for any trip to vegas and it does whet the appetite for you too on wednesday night so tales from vegas as we make our way through the week